It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I would like to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am just so very grateful and thankful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for a very special show today, as I have with me my returning diva, Gia Raquel. And her and I are going to chat about chakra connections. Oh my, is this going to be a great show. So Gia, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Hi Joyce, I'm so thrilled to be back and thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to kind of diving into a little bit more of what chakras mean and how they can be applied to yoga and Reiki for you, yourself, and your animals. It's it's really exciting, and hopefully some people have some familiarity with it, but I'd like to be able to just kind of explain why they're so important if it's something that you choose to believe in, because I know there's no quote unquote scientific proof for them, but um, <laughs> us, us yogis don't always rely on, on what can be proven by science. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, that is just fantastic. I like how you said us yogis. That's too cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we start to talk about chakra connections, How would you like to open it up to the listeners that are maybe going chakra? What what exactly are they talking about? How would you like to do kind of a brief overview of the chakras in the body and just kind of explain a little bit to our listeners? Absolutely. So for anyone that's unfamiliar in essence, and this dates back thousands of years to to yoga, and it's not simply yoga, but um, the chakras, it's an original Sanskrit word. And it basically goes back to energy centers in the body, basically from the base of the spine up to just above the crown of the head. And there are seven of them. And in essence, they are kind of if you if you believe in any of the divine or connection to source or the universe or whatever you choose to call it they're a direct kind of energetic channel to your physical body from an energetic manifestation that's how i kind of like to view them um and so they they kind of keep you in balance they keep you connected to yourself to your body and also to you know again, that source energy, that universal energy, whatever it is that you, um, you know, aspire to. So from that aspect, I'll go over a brief overview. So there are seven, as I mentioned, beginning with the root chakra at the base of the spine, moving up directly above that is the sacral chakra, then the solar plexus chakra, the heart chakra, the throat, the third eye, just above 
the brow on the middle of the forehead, and then the crown chakra, which is above the head in theory and connects you again to your spirit, to your soul, whatever you choose to aspire to. Um, and so when any one of these energy centers is kind of blocked or out of whack, um, it can lead to not only um, mental and emotional imbalances, but it can eventually lead to physical imbalances as well. So yoga specifically, a, a lot of, a lot of people would agree that it was designed or at least um, created to align your chakras through movement and asana. Um, and so I always say that it's a really good way to to practice with that in mind that certain specific poses are made to open heal balance etc all of these different chakras um so i'll delve into them just a touch further so they each have a color um which basically represents the color of the rainbow so the root is is red the sacral is orange the solar plexus is yellow the heart is green the throat is is a blue and then the third eye is an indigo so that blue purple and then the crown chakra is that that lavender purple shade so literally mimicking the colors of the rainbow or a prism scale so let me just pause there and ask if you have any questions if you're not familiar so i can go into anything that might know it's a lot of information and i'm really gonna just do a very brief overview because you could go really really far down a rabbit hole with this <laughs> oh Oh, I totally would agree. You could go really down because you could really go into detail on each one of the chakras. But, oh, I loved how you just kind of said what, how they were, where they were, and the colors. That is, um, I've always kind of seen the colors related to them, but I was like, okay, what did the colors represent? So, but that totally connects them together then. So I love how you went through the colors and where each one was and how they it can if they're out of any of them are out of balance how it affects the mental emotion and physical inside of your body so yeah that it was all great i'm loving it i'm i'm learning right <laughs> along with the listeners <laughs> <laughs> well that's fantastic well the colors are really really important for a multitude of reasons. So if ever you find yourself in either a Pinterest hole or a Google hole and you're looking into this, um, what I really like about knowing the colors that associate is if you, for whatever reason, determine that you have an imbalance in any one of these chakras, or if you want to just build, build balance with these chakras, the color represents things that you can do to heal them specifically. For example, there's a whole aspect of yoga and Ayurveda that attribute to diet. And if you you any in essence and again this is as quote unquote chakras for for dummies if you will literally if you eat red foods it helps your root chakra if you eat yellow foods it helps your sacral i'm sorry your solar plastic chakra and for example butternut squash is orange it helps your sacral chakra and it literally is or can be that simple. Now, again, you can get very complicated with it, but let's say that your solar plexus chakra is your power center. It's your energy center. It's the, it's the one that basically, you know, brings that connection up from the root up into the top of the body, right? So 
if you are having, I don't know, an off day and you feel like you want to add to that energy, have some yellow pepper on your salad or grab a banana, something like that. It can literally be that simple. If you want to bring more heart energy into your space, put on a green dress or a green shirt. Um, and you can literally just start to use color in your life as a way to help bring your awareness to your chakras and especially the ones that you feel might need a little bit more attention. You can also do the same with crystals, but that's a, a whole other, a whole other rabbit hole that we could go down. So, but just literally as simple as recognizing the colors, recognizing where you feel you might need a little bit more support in a given, in any given day and choosing the colors that you feel intuitively will support that space of you that might be feeling a little vulnerable or a little in need of attention, if that makes sense. Oh, yes. Oh, I love that. That was great because even the clothes you wear, the colors bringing the balance to help bring the balance into your body. I, I had never really heard it said that way. So I love that. And also the vegetables. I mean, yeah, that that totally correlates with diet and health and everything. So that is just fantastic. I love that how you related the colors of the chakras right into clothes and vegetables and foods that we eat, how to balance our body. That was great, Gia. I loved it. Well, um, I'm thrilled. So, you know, again, a lot of, a lot of times people, like I said, you can go as, as left field, as esoteric, as energy and, you know, woo woo as you want with, with these things, but you can also keep them very grounded and very practical for our everyday lives. And I feel like when, you know, to make yoga accessible, sometimes people have blocks about that or they're worried about, you know, it's spiritual alignments or they're worried about their own spiritual beliefs. And I think that, you know, there's always a way to bring these practices into wherever, meet you where you are, wherever you happen to be. And in that space, there are ways that you can bring it, bring it right into you in a very safe way, a very non-threatening way, in a way that can still be beneficial for you to reap the benefits of, you know, bringing your chakras into your, into balance and having um, a more conscious existence through, through little things in your day, like the outfit that you put on, the clothes that you wear, the food that you eat. I mean, those are all very tangible things that I hope people can take benefit from. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, definitely. That is, well, I've always felt when you put on bright colored clothes, it just, it kind of, it does something for you rather than the duller blacks or browns. It just kind of, I don't know, it's more vibrating for your body, I guess, is how I would describe it for myself. So yeah, I, I can totally relate now to how that all comes together in balancing your chakras that that is great and it's so simple <laughs> yeah it really it really truly is and you can keep it very very you know in in the present moment in the here and now very very accessible for people um which i think you know i try to do you know, I could go into all the Sanskrit names and we could get, like I said, into the weeds. Um, but I like to think that you can also just say, you know what, I'm having a sad day. I'm going to eat a green apple and support my heart chakra. It can be as simple as that. Um, yeah. And, you know, with the heart chakra, what I like, because there are seven of them, I like to pay special attention to that because that to me, that is the center chakra and your heart is the space that, that, you know, I think we all need to feel a little bit connected to as we move through our existence, through our lives, because I think that heart space is where you find um, not just your guidance, but your 
your best path and connecting to that is really, really important. I think for everybody to live and come from a place of kind of compassion and concern. Um, so I think that that's a good, a good one to kind of focus your attention on if, if you don't know which chakra to focus your attention on on any given day. Um, and I just think that's a very, it is the, the connection between the lower and the upper. And I think that that plays a very, very large role um, in, in maintaining balance throughout. Oh, yes, definitely. And living from the heart. I mean, when you live from the heart, everything becomes so much more beautiful in so many different ways that it is just amazing. So yeah, focusing on that heart is so important to me in keeping everything in balance and just listening to what your heart is telling you and living that life that it is giving to you. So, and it's just beautiful how the chakra comes in. And if you feel you need a little bit of help on that, to wear something green, eat something green, give yourself that little extra attention to help it along. So, oh, that's great. I love that. So how now you've talked just briefly, how does yoga come into play then to help balance and align all of your chakras? If you could kind of explain a little just briefly on that, just how it all helps to balance and align them. So in essence, again, I'm going to try to keep it as simple as possible, but in essence, yoga uh -huh. was designed to open the chakras, balance them and, and connect and connect you to yourself. You know, that, that quote unquote, mind body union, that soul connection, that's what it was developed for. So grounding poses will support the root chakra poses like um, bound angle pose, um, which is where the soles of your feet are together and you're in a seated position with the knees uh, extended out to the sides. Um, any hip opener, such as a pigeon pose or, or a garland pose will support that sacral chakra. And remember that we store emotions in our body, in our tissue. I mean, that is, that is very, very true. And if you've ever done an extensive yoga practice, um, sometimes, you know, you'll, you'll move into a posture. A lot of times for people, it is hip openers and they'll start crying and they don't know why. Um, and that's simply because something was stuck in that place and, and your body released it and opened it. And that's kind of, that can very easily translate into that energy, energy center being, being released as well. Um, for your solar plexus chakra, those, those heating postures are very, very good. Anything that, um, uses your core, such as boat pose, where you're really engaged and you're really feeling very strong and powerful. Um, any heart openers for your heart chakra, any chest openers, um, your up dogs, your cobra poses, um, any back bends, open that heart center and lift kind of your heart closer to the sky, if you will. Um, when it comes to your throat chakra poses that affect the neck, and I have to be careful because I have a neck injury, but plow poses, <laughs> shoulder stands, and you do want to be careful, obviously, whenever you put pressure on the neck. So maybe camel pose where you can hopefully lift your chest up and open your throat a little bit, fish pose that are a little more supported where you're opening that throat chakra um, can, can be a little bit safer depending on um, how you prop yourself and making sure that obviously you're doing it from a, an aligned and conscious place. Um, and then for your third eye, forward folds, anything dolphin pose where you're bringing your third eye closer to, it, they almost mimic kind of a prayer situation, but bringing your third eye closer to the ground, pay, paying kind of quote unquote homage, that type of a thing. Um, 
that those are all very, very beneficial and they kind of quiet the mind so that that intuitive place can be opened. Um, and then for your crown chakra, even as basic as a seated position, a meditative position is, is a good way to align the whole, the whole spine, which then aligns the chakras and then brings again, that root all the way up through the crown. So all of, all of yoga is sent to move and cleanse. Um, but those are some of just very specific, unique postures that can lead to direct, um, we'll call it healing or we'll call it attention to those specific energy centers. But that being said, the overall, the overview of it is moving through any movement. Um, and this will relate to the animals as well, who don't necessarily practice yoga, but any movement will start to stagnation is, is not great for your chakras. Right. But any kind of movement, even if it's simply walking, um, helps to, you know, open up the body, start to make, create space and energy and just kind of get, get the, the quote unquote blood flowing. We'll get the, the energy flowing as well. Uh, yes. And I, I will so agree just the moving. It's just getting, just getting out and walking. I mean, just even getting out and walking in nature and just getting that energy moving throughout your body. It's just amazing what something as simple as doing that seems to I know it helps me to just go for a walk I have a puppy now so we go for a walk and she runs and I walk <laughs> and it's just yep. getting the energy flowing through both of us is how I feel and I just I love that it just feels so good and that's so interesting how there's all the different poses in yoga to concentrate on each one of the different chakras in your body that is, that's incredible. Wow. And there are many, many more. <laughs> um, and there are ways that you can create sequences for them and breath work comes into play. There are certain breaths that are benefit, beneficial for certain, um, for certain chakras. And, you know, again, there are meditations that you can do. Each chakra has an associated, you know, how uh, a lot of people consider OM the universal sound that is that is a sound associated with the crown chakra, but there is a sound associated with each and every chakra that you can meditate on. Um, and I can go into that, but I want to make sure that we kind of cover everything. So maybe we'll do a follow up on that. Um, but, you know, I wanted to touch not only on how yoga associates, but also on the Reiki aspect, because this is, again, the hand in hand of, of the connection with the chakras is how to incorporate that energy work into your yoga practice, which is what I do for a lot of my private clients. Um, and I always, if, if, the, if they're working with me and they're open to the Reiki, I always like to end in Shavasana and I will do kind of a, a chakra, I'll call it balancing over them while they are in Shavasana. So it'll extend that Shavasana from, you know, seven minutes, five minutes to about 20, 15 to 20. Um, but it does allow me to kind of check in with them, um, see if there is an imbalance and try to energetically help correct it after they've moved through this practice, which has started, as we said, to get the blood flowing and get the energy flowing. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. And that Reiki is so interesting to me because I, I must share that it works so well on animals. I mean, uh, Gia, did a Reiki session on my mare and it's been incredible how it has helped her 
to move more freely. She had had some ligament issues a couple years ago. We dealt with them and she's never just really got that flow back to her like she had before she had the ligament trouble in her legs. And it has been incredible to watch how she has just progressed along since that Reiki session that Gia did on her and she did it remotely. So that was so awesome too. And she is now, like I told Gia, she is moving better now than she's moved in the last two years because she is a very vibrant mare. She likes to jump. She likes to twist her body around and she had not been doing that. And when I'd watch her try to do it, it was like she was very cautious and almost a little stiff doing it where now it's more free flowing. So I, as you were talking to Reiki, I thought I have to put in a plug on how it has affected my mare. It's just been, it's just been awesome. It's magical to see how much better she is doing from the one Reiki session that Gia did with her. So I, I wanted to share that with our listeners also today. Well, thank you so much, Joyce. And it was, as I said, it was truly my honor. It's really, really very, very special. Um, and we did have that discussion about how animals can reap the benefits of Reiki a lot, even more easily, I believe, than humans, simply because they are purely open. They don't have any sort of, you know, thought process to block that energy. Um, and, and so as long as they're, are they're willing and, you know, they're, they're, um, I never like to use the word owner. We've had that conversation. Their companions are willing yes. to, to open them to that energy and invite them into that energy. They, they can take such benefit. And I think horses even more. So we had that discussion about the flight animal, um, and how large their energy fields are because they're flight animals, even versus dogs and cats, which are typically predators, predatory. Um, not that we like to think of them that way, but in essence, you know, Darwinian, they are. <laughs> um, so, but, and they can easily feel energy too. I will say, um, when I was getting trained, I, I, my, my Corgi was my, my little Reiki, my Reiki guinea pig, if you will. And he, <laughs> You know, I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm doing Reiki on him and he's looking at me like I have eight heads and he's, you know, let me go. And, and I, I forcibly worked on him, <laughs> which you're not supposed to do. I joke, not forcibly, but I, you know, he was for me. Um, and then as soon as we completed the Reiki, he passed out for about half an hour to 40 minutes. And I said, there you go. See, so, you know, they, they are, they are just much more, even, even in their instant reluctance, they are much more open to it. But I will say that I find the distance healing for animals and for humans alike, a lot more, the word I'm going to look for comprehensive than in person. And the reason for that, and they're, they're all valid, they're all good. But the reason for that for me is to, to give Reiki to um, an animal or a person remotely, you are actively, um, you're not in the room with them. You're not being distracted by their movements, by their, their body. You can actually tap in purely to the energy. So as the practitioner, for me, it's a little more of a pure experience because I'm not, you know, you know, when I'm working on someone in, in the studio, they're, they're there with me, you know, they might twitch, they might open their eyes, they might ask a question, it kind of, it can remove you from that state a little bit, whereas if they're, they're remote, um, you're just, you're just communing with their energy, and you're able to see things with your mind's eye, um, versus, 
versus purely kind of being in that moment with distractions that may or may not come in and be around you. And for horses, I think even more so because I've worked on my own horses, I've worked on other people's horses and, you know, it's very hard to, to get a flight animal to stand still and be, you know, to put your hands on them. It's a little bit more of a challenge, similarly to my dog. So working remotely, it's pure energy connection. It's, and, and to me, that is just, a lot more, again, comprehensive, and I can kind of target and focus and all of those external distractions are removed from me as a practitioner. Um, and I'm just so thrilled to hear that she's doing so well. Um, it really, really warms my heart because as our horses age and the people that care for them, um, once they're quote unquote, no longer of use, and I <laughs> use those quotes, you know, specifically, um, Caring for them is is a huge, huge factor. Um, and and they all deserve it, every single one of them. Oh, yes, they do. They give they give so much into the world that it's just it's incredible. They have brought so much into my life. And it's like I told her two years ago when she hurt herself, it doesn't matter to me how you heal. We will always be together, whether we're riding, whether we're just walking together or standing together, it doesn't matter to me because you're in my life forever and that's that is so true they are they are just incredible all all of my animals are it's just amazing what animals bring into your life so but and i i have to say too what you were saying about as a practitioner doing it remote i can really see that because even as her partner i was so focused on what she was doing the movements that she was making and how she was reacting and everything. And I can only imagine as the practitioner that can be kind of a distraction from doing the Reiki on them because you're also watching them. We're doing it remotely. You're just totally focused on transferring the energy like that. So that that makes uh, total sense. I haven't experienced a session with you like that remotely. I love that. And I also love that, you know, uh, that you were able to be there with her um, and to, and I hope I don't want to, I don't want to overshare from your experience, but no. to, to have you kind of monitoring her um, and, and taking those notes as we did, and then telling me things, you know, it, to me, it really kind of completes, completes the package, right? Your, your eyes are still on the animal. No. You're still able to, to to understand what was going on. And then we had our chat and I loved, you know, how there was where she had that relaxing exhale. And that was the exact moment that I kind of left. And, you know, it's just, it's a beautiful, really, really cool experience. It was as cool for me as I hope it was for you. And the fact that she's feeling better to me, that's the most important thing. Oh, yes. Yes. I would, I would highly recommend it to all of the listeners because it was, it was an incredible experience for me. I, I loved it. I, I could feel the energy too. And we actually had a, what was really interesting is we had another horse in the barn with her and he was very calm and that's not like him. He's usually uh, more nervous and more just kind of on edge being tied up and doing something and he was just standing there and I had a great friend with me and she was like too he doesn't stand there like that so it was almost <laughs> like the calming energy was transferring from her to him also so I wanted to share that also 
Jaya. <laughs> no, well, that's amazing. And again, they can feel it, right? If they're in the barn together, those, the, the flight animals energy fields are huge and they feed mm -hmm. off of each other completely. I mean, that's the, that's the point of a herd animal is to, are those subtle little nuanced vibrations, like you said earlier, and they completely and a hundred percent communicate in that way through energy and through vibration. So I'm sure he felt it. I'm, I'm honored that he felt calm and, 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 you know, he hopefully knew that it was an energy that was there to help heal her. Um, and, and if he took some sort of, you know, fringe benefit from it, then all the better, all the better. Um, they are truly, you know, horses, I, like I said, flight animals and horses specifically, I think benefit from Reiki. I don't want to say more because everybody does. And I also don't want to say that in-person Reiki, because I don't want to, I want to make sure that I'm clear that it doesn't mean that an in-person Reiki treatment is not successful, is not special, oh, is yes. not, um, is not highly, highly helpful. I don't want to, you know, I'm just from my personal experience for me and how I practice, I can find that it's easier to tap in. Um, but there are, there are benefits to have those, you know, quote unquote distractions when you're working on someone um, as well, because they can communicate with you, right? You can, you can see for yourself and make adjustments. So I just want to be clear that I am in no way saying anything negative about in-person Reiki as I practice that as well. Um, but again, with animals like horses, you can really tap into their energy um, like for example, my horse Axel, whenever I try to give him Reiki, he's like, he looks, he kind of looks at me, he looks at me and then he kind of like backs up and then he settles into it. But it's, it's, it's almost comical because he's, he's kind of like, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, I, I, I know that they can benefit from either way. I just was just loving every moment that you could do it remote like that. And I, I feel that the listeners, as we have listeners worldwide, on this robust lifestyle divas that care podcast that they realize that it can have the benefits done remotely just like it can with hands-on so i love that also and gia i knew we would only touch on just a couple <laughs> things during this chat today it has just been absolutely incredible i would love to do another part to this because we only got oh just a little ways in and it would be so much fun to even go deeper in and talk more about different parts of the chakras and just just like you said there are, there's a lot of rabbit holes to go down that I would love to have you just share more of your knowledge with our listeners on another show. I've, I'm sure I've said it in the past and I'll say it again. Nothing would give me greater pleasure. <laughs> I love, I absolutely love our conversations. I love working with you. I love working with, with your amazing mayor. And I would love to come back and go down that rabbit hole with you. <laughs> oh, awesome. You've heard it, listeners. She will, we will do it again. Well, and before we close, Gia, would you please share with our listeners how they can best connect with you after they hear this show and say, I need to connect with Gia Raquel? Absolutely. So I, my practice for yoga and Reiki is airsaboveyoga at gmail.com, airsaboveyoga.com dot com and at airs above yoga on all social media channels for the most part um and i will say it's a i r s a b o v e 
yoga.com. So sometimes there can be confusion. It's a dressage tour. We touched on that briefly in the past, but just so that everyone understands and please, I would love to be of assistance and benefit to any, any humans or equines or canines or felines that need my, need my, or anyone else's support. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that, Gia. I so appreciate that. And I would highly recommend any of our listeners to connect with Gia because she, I have a personal experience as I shared on this show and it is, it is incredible. So thank you so much, Gia. And I want to wish you and your animal families a very, very magical day. Thank you, Joyce. And likewise to you and to yours and to your puppy. Congratulations. <laughs> and um, it's always my pleasure. And I thank you so much. It's an honor to be here and to converse with you every single time. Oh, thank you so much for the kind word. It all goes right back at you, Gia. So thank you again. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this incredible show with our absolute amazing diva, Gia Raquel. And as you heard, she will be back. We will schedule again in September and she will share more of her knowledge with you. Please share this show with your family and friends and check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasthatcare.com. And as she was, we talked about the chakra connections, energetic channel to your body to balance it and what a source of energy they are. And it's, it is just beautiful and how yoga is a mind, body and union of all of this coming together. So just, just listen to this show and take in all the knowledge that was shared here from Gia Raquel. And I want to wish each of you a very, very magical day. Remember, be kind to all. Give your animals a great big extra hug and share your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.